Hey guys, welcome to season two of Jam the Podcast. We are so excited for this season, and today we are jumping right in to some very exciting and a little bit daunting topics as we discuss a little bit about the attributes of God. Hey guys, welcome back to season two of the podcast. Woo! Yeah! <laughs> Today we are recording on Zoom for the first time, so that's pretty fun. <laughs> yes, this is going to be a big adventure, and uh, this will be what we got to do for the next few months as we're going to be in different places. And so, stay tuned. It will probably get better. We're still as getting we that content <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah. So uh, today we're going to be talking about God's attributes. We want to talk about who God is and who the Lord is, and um what the bible says about that and yeah hi yeah i'm super excited this is going to be really fun this is something that i have really just wanted to um talk about for a little bit i mean not forever but for a little bit just because (laughs) um i think about last year around this time i had kind of been challenged to um just dive deeper into knowing who god is and just seeking that out um because when we have a good understanding of who God is, everything else can fall into place. If we know who God mm-hmm. is, we know who we can figure out who we are, you know, and mm-hmm. in light of him. And if we know who God is, we can treat others the way that they're supposed to be treated and we can do what we're supposed to be doing. And so there's just so much value in studying who God is. And so I'm super excited to do a little bit of that mm-hmm. in a, these couple episodes. Yeah, so we're um, actually going to be beginning and ending this season with God's attributes because we think the most important thing ever (laughs) is Mm -hmm. the Lord and who he is. And so today we're just going to talk about um, just some of God's attributes. Obviously, we can never cover all of them, you know, he's. Yeah, I would definitely want to put that disclaimer in there. This is not (laughs) going to be all encompassing. We are not theologians. These are. Mm -hmm. um, these are going to be, um, today's episode is going to be the top five about um, the, the attributes of God that are unattainable by people. So obviously mm-hmm. we're never going to be perfect, um, but in the last episode- There are other things we we're have, never going to be too. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. So today's episode, these are going to be things that we can't attain as people, but that God does encompass. Whereas our last episode is going to be about um, the attributes of God that we are supposed to be striving for. So anyways, mm. big encompassing view, all the things <laughs> we're going to talk about, but today we can get into it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so our first one that we are going to kind of dive into is um, the fact that God is self-existent. And um, I've got a little quote here. A lot of um, the quotes that I'm going to have today are from a book that we could probably put on our story or something, but it's mm-hmm. called None Like Him by Jen Wilkin. And uh, it's 10 ways God is different from us. And so I have loved, loved this book. And so I highly recommend, um, but it says here, um, it says, our God is self-sufficient, needed by all and needful of nothing. And so um, just kind of diving in, self, God is self-existent and he doesn't exist in response to anything or anyone. Mm-hmm. And I, I have not heard sense. that. 
<laughs> that quote, man, that was good. That said it in a cool way. I've never heard it, but it's hard for us to wrap our minds around, right? Because we're not mm-hmm. God. Yeah. <laughs> and so like sometimes I'm sitting here and I'm like trying to figure it out. And then I'm like, I cannot figure it out. And then I'm like, oh, I'm not supposed to. That's you know? the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, and it's just, it's a really important thing to not, I'm not saying that we have to wrap our minds around any of these attributes because honestly, I have not been able to, and I have talked to my pastors about this and other godly people who have, Mm -hmm. you know, been Christians and studying God's word and who he is much longer than I have. And even they Mm -hmm. don't have a super strong grasp on these things, (laughs) Um, but knowing that God is self-existent and that he is the only uncreated being, which makes him in a whole different set of his own. And so um, even some of the things that we don't understand can be described in that way. We're like, this doesn't make sense. Well, you know what? It's because God is so far beyond us. We could never mm-hmm. understand. <laughs> he, he doesn't make sense to us. You know, that's how it is. Yeah, that's how we are as people you know he created us not the other way around (laughs) this is true um and so some of the verses let me find one uh here um oh um sorry oh john (laughs) one one through five says in the Mm. beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was was god He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him and without him, nothing was made that was Mm -hmm. made in him was life and the life was the light of men. And so there's a lot of words in there, but um, the first part in the beginning (laughs) was the word and was with God and the word was God. That's like just so circular where it's just like everything goes back to God and Mm -hmm. there's not like it's a beginning or an end point. It's a circle. And it keeps going around and around and around. Right. So that's important to understand and know. Yeah. And then, you know, as we're talking about it, we're talking about how, you know, God is self-existent and we are not, we can never understand. And something, a verse that, you know, can talk to that is Isaiah 55, 8, 9, which says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than yours and my thoughts than your thoughts. And honestly, I find that verse like so encouraging because I'm like, it's a really good thing that your thoughts aren't mine because I mess up a lot and I don't know what's going on. So sometimes whenever I get frustrated, you know, frustrated, I can't figure it out. And I'm like, okay, but my thoughts are not close to as good as perfect as your thoughts and you know what's going on and so I don't have to you know right that makes sense yeah but I don't know kind of wrapping up this um this attribute of being self-existent psalm 90 verse 2 says before the mountains were brought forth or ever you had formed the earth and the world even from everlasting to everlasting you are God and the psalmist here possibly David or whoever, somebody else can fact check that. <laughs> but it it talk, it breaks down <laughs> so many different parts of um, who God is and what he controls and 
how those things don't control him. It says before the mountains were brought forth. So before Mm -hmm. the world was made, you had formed the earth. And then it says, even from everlasting to everlasting, kind of creating this idea of time and how God is outside of time and beyond that. And Mm -hmm. so even time itself, which constrains us and holds us in as people and, you know, with technology, we are ever trying to break Mm -hmm. free from the bonds of time, but God has never been within time. And um, that's just such a, it's such an important thing to remember. Um, And I love the last statement just says, you are God. And I feel like that's something that we as people and as Christians should sit with more. Um, One thing Mm -hmm. that I really hope we kind of get out of this a little bit is that God, yes, he is our friend and yes, he is available to us. The Bible says that we should approach his throne boldly, but in the same breath, God is awesome. And not in just like a, you're really cool, but in like a awe inspiring beyond our comprehension, (laughs) he is awesome. And Mm -hmm. so, um, if that is the only thing that each of us can take out of this today, that's worth it. Mm -hmm. Um, and the psalmist understood this. The only thing he could say Mm -hmm. is you are God. And that's just so powerful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We talk about, you know, you are God, you're outside of time, which is kind of like Hebrews 13, eight, which says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He exists out of time. He is perfect and he doesn't change, which kind of brings us to our next attribute we want to talk about, which is that God is immutable. And that means that he does not change. So, you know, as you hear that word, you're like, okay, what does, what does that mean? (laughs) You know? So (laughs) uh, just knowing that you know, the Lord is consistent. He's the same forever. He does not change. Yeah. It's so important. It's definitely something that, um, we need to, again, not wrap our minds around, but (laughs) to grasp onto and to not let go of, because so Mm -hmm. many times we want to put God in our own box. We'll be like, okay, God, he is he is loving. And I can see that in this person and this person and this person. And mm-hmm. we, we try to attach these earth, these human attributes to God and these limitations. And the truth is God is beyond those. And so when mm-hmm. we grasp onto the fact that God is immutable and that he doesn't change, that can change everything mm-hmm. that could change the way that we approach him, the way that we even read the Bible. That's been something that is honestly, a little bit of a struggle in some ways. Um, and we'll probably actually get to this in the last episode. We talk about how God is just, mm-hmm. but, um, there are like a lot of passages in the Bible where there is a lot of, um, I don't know, there's mentions of God's wrath and actions and all these different things. And that is a part of who God is. Um, I'll, I'll also add this podcast later, but the Bible project has um, a series on the character of God, which I would 10 out of 10 recommend to anyone. <laughs> um, it's a quite a large undertaking each episode, like an hour, but it's so rich. Um, but what it talks about is how like God's at how he doesn't change is something that we should understand and helps us to be like, okay, well, this happened in the new Testament and this happened in the old Testament. And you know what? It's the same God all across the board. And so um, mm-hmm. we might not be able to understand how certain things 
are like still the same God, but he is. And so we can approach Mm -hmm. the Bible and these stories in our life and other people's issues and, you know, life and their own thing with this Mm -hmm. understanding that God doesn't change. And um, Mm -hmm. that's just important. Sorry, kind of rambled on with there a little bit. There's a lot, (laughs) there's a lot going on. I'm super excited, but (laughs) yeah. But even, you know, uh, something we as humans are sometimes people find change really hard or they're like, wow, you're changing or, you know, changed has a lot of different meanings. Right. But the awesome thing about the Lord and that he doesn't change because he, he doesn't change because he's perfect, not because he's stubborn, you know, right? Yeah. (laughs) he doesn't need to change because he's so perfect. And so we can have security in that because even like what you were saying earlier, you know, being able to see different attributes of the Lord different people but like the lord is the same for all of them the lord is the right. same in every situation mm-hmm. in a situation where you feel like you are just given so much mercy like he is also just in that situation yeah and that uh brings me so much like that can bring us so much security in our salvation you know because we can be secure that you know what god is telling us and the yeah. way that he saved us like we're going to change yeah i um uh... Actually, as you were talking about the salvation side of it, it reminded me of another quote that I found. It said, um, we fervently need God to stay the same. Our great hope of salvation lies in his remaining at, sorry, our great hope of salvation lies in his remaining exactly as who he says he is Mm -hmm. doing exactly what he has said he will do. And so the idea of God doesn't change is something that it should be so foundational to our faith because if God changes everything else falls apart and um, kind of going to the scriptures here Malachi 3 6 um, says for I am the Lord I do not change pretty basic simple to the point kind of carries everything I feel like (laughs) so that's a just an encouraging verse not like you know sometimes in the Bible there's like places where there'll be a point that's trying to get across and it'll be said in like 30 verses, you know, but God also, there's spots where he's like point blank. Here we are folks. This is what's going on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the, you know, another verse that this in this situation, oh my goodness, is James 117 for every good and perfect gift from above and comes down from the father of lights with whom there's no variation or shadow of turning. So all those beautiful things, that we get to see in people all those ways that the Lord doesn't change we get to see that and we get the pleasure of knowing it's from it's all from him every good and Mm -hmm. perfect thing is from him and he never changes so yeah yeah kind of going off of this topic a little bit about how God doesn't change and he is immutable um (laughs) is the fact that God is omnipresent or is everywhere and um I don't know, kind of to the point a little bit, but the first little prefix there, omni means um, like always, and then present is everywhere. So he's always present um, or something, you know, (laughs) to that effect, you guys get the point. But uh, this is a super important thing for us as Christians also to hold on to and to understand about God, that there is not, there is not a place where God is not at. And that can be um, here we talk about this in a more physical sense where God is, you know, with us 
And that's also a promise of God that we um, hold on to as Christians. Um, but that means that God is everywhere in time, which is also such a weird concept. Um, mm-hmm. But it's true. Yeah, that's so crazy. That you know, hold on to. <laughs> like he knows what you did yesterday. He knows what you did 20 years ago. You know, me being yeah. 21. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> he, he knows what you're going to do tomorrow and in 10 years and what that's going to look like. And so I think that that is just so comforting, but it's also just not even about me. And that makes it even better, you know? Right. He is everywhere, mm-hmm. which means that he is involved. Yeah. In that everything. True. So. That is true. Yeah. It's a very, it's just a very comforting thing. I don't know. We're going to probably keep going back to that a lot about how it's, um comforting but it's true um one quote that I found um that this is kind of more like about us as people but anyways it says uh by tethering our spirits to a body God decrees that we will be present where we are present and nowhere else and so Mm -hmm. kind of this idea that even by the fact that like we as people have bodies separates us from the levels of like God and us because God is not Mm -hmm. limited to two arms, two legs, you know, Mm -hmm. and um, that is just something that everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. He is everywhere. Um, Going back Mm -hmm. to first Kings eight 27, it says, but will God Mm -hmm. indeed dwell on earth? Behold heaven and the earth of heavens cannot contain you. And this is such a poetic verse to look at, but it also is not, it's not a hyperbole, you know, it's not that, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. it's not like it's over-exaggerating, like, oh God, you you know, we can't even contain Mm -hmm. you. It's true. God is so big. It's just plain true. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of that, um, I went to Passion, the Passion Conference, um, earlier this year and they talk about how there's this 360 moment where you take a moment you just look up and you look around and in that moment everything kind of just it might be loud but it kind of falls silent because you're just looking around you're in awe of just the amount of people there and um the fact that you are all there to worship Christ and it's such it's just it's just such a surreal Mm. moment and to think that Mm. like even Mm -hmm. even for God like if that's how we feel about seeing huge crowds of people wanting to worship God you know how -hmm. much more should we be in awe of the fact that God is so big and beyond us Mm. and it's so easy to make God small but we have to remind Mm -hmm. ourselves that he is not small he is big. <laughs> He's bigger than what we can imagine. Yeah. And even in that example of you, you know, being in a place with, you know, thousands of people and being able to t- take in, you know, that and dwell on that, but also the fact that like the Lord is working in every single one of those people. He was working mm-hmm. in people in other countries. He was working in me being seven hours away, you know, right. he's working and all of them because he's not contained to being one place at one time like if I'm talking to you I can't be talking to my other friend who lives 20 minutes from me or my brother who's in the basement 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because I can't be everywhere. And so that uh, is so different because, you know, we as humans, you know, we think of things like being able to talk to one person, being able to escape, being able to hide from different things, but the Lord, you can't because he is everywhere, which is uh, what it says in Psalm 139, seven and 10, which says, where can I go from your spirit or where can I flee from your spirit? If I send into heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, you are there. If I take wings in the morning and dwell in the Even there, your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. It does not matter where we go, where we are. The Lord is there because he is everywhere. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, even in like going into Acts 17, 27 through 28, because mm-hmm. you kind of talked about how the spirit, how um, no matter, you know, where the psalmist goes, heaven or hell or mm-hmm. anywhere in between, he leaves in the morning, you know, we always are like, yeah, if I get up early in the morning, I will have seized the day. <laughs> But even when we get up and we take control of the day, God is still there. And um, Acts 17 says, he is not far from each of us for in him, we live and move and have our being. And so just that all encompassing of God's presence and how it isn't just limited to, you know, talking to somebody or other things, it's in everything. And that Mm -hmm. is so cool. (laughs) So as we talk about like, you know, the omnipresentness of God, that he's present always, you know, there's other things that are similar in that nature. And one of them is omniscient. Mm. And so the prefix of that is the same. So it's always, and then and? basically <laughs> omniscient know, means that he knows everything. And right. I can't break down the language any more than just the prefix because I'm just... <laughs> Uh, not well studied in that area, but yeah, but anyways, I'm pretty sure it means like that he knows all. Yeah, it's like knowledge. Mm-hmm. So it's like all knowledge mm-hmm. is basically he has knowledge of everything that's happening. Uh he has knowledge of me and Jess when recording this right now. He has knowledge of when you're gonna listen to this. He has knowledge of births and deaths and fights and parties, anything happening in the whole world as it's nighttime here. And, you know, a lot of us are getting ready to, you know, go to bed. You know, he knows on the other side of the world where people are getting up for the morning. He mm-hmm. knows all of it. He knows the things that I'm saying out loud. He knows the things that I'm thinking in the deepest depths of my heart. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a, oh, another quote. I love quotes. Sorry, guys. Uh, but it says this. It says, God is not merely knowledgeable. He is omniscient limitless in his knowing he knows all things not because he has learned them but because he is their origin god does not learn learning implies change and as we've already considered he is unchanging and oh it is so good because it doesn't Mm -hmm. it doesn't just say that like god knows something just because he's learned it or because he saw it and so now he knows it he knows everything because he knew before it was even a thing which I don't, I even struggle with explaining that well, but mm-hmm. um, just like <laughs> the idea that God is the origin of everything and even like thoughts and creativity, mm-hmm. God is still the origin of all that. We would not be able to come up with any idea or anything like that mm-hmm. without the giving credit to the fact that God has designed us 
and has put these mm-hmm. amazing things within our capabilities, not because we're worthy of them or because we're great, but just because mm-hmm. of, oh, no, go ahead. Sorry. No, we interrupt each other. That's some of the fun things about, um, you know, long distance recording. <laughs> we'll get better about that. Anyway, <laughs> we'll thought. <laughs> no, but just, um, yeah, it's just that we, everything, even our thoughts that we think are original are from God. And mm-hmm. that's something that we can mm-hmm. also use to point to him. Uh, so what I was going to say was one of the verses, Hebrews 4.13, that says, And there is no creature hidden from his sight, but all things are naked and open to the eyes of him to whom we must give account. Mm-hmm. And so that's saying, you know, no matter what, the Lord knows. <laughs> the Lord knows the deepest desires of our heart. He knows our emotions. He knows what we're thinking. He knows all of it. And we can't hide from that. Yeah, this is true. That should be kind of scary in some ways. <laughs> um, but it can also be such an encouragement and um, just instill us with peace as we go about our life, mm-hmm. knowing that um, God's presence but also his knowledge of all things Mm -hmm. is vast and intricate and detailed and I can't focus on two things at once but God can focus on two million (laughs) things at once and he won't miss he won't miss a beat just like uh acts 15 18 which says known to God from all eternity all are all his works Mm. so literally all eternity yeah, like I can barely think of two things at one time, if that. <laughs> but the Lord knows everything. He knows what's happening today. He knows what happened two thousand years ago. He knows what's happening right. in two thousand years. He knows all of it. Yeah, it's it's true. It's kind of crazy and it's kind of out there, but it is true. Um, and I don't know. Kind of going a lot of times, like as we look into all these things, we start to be like, okay. Let me try to figure everything out and figure out where this is at and all these things. Um, but even in Romans um, eleven thirty three, it says, um, "Oh, the depth of his riches, both of wisdom and knowledge of God! How unsearchable are his judgments, and mm-hmm. his ways past finding out." And so, um, I know, as me personally, but I think Maddie can also attest to this. Just, um, just that striving within us as we want to know things outside of Mm -hmm. our realm of knowing Mm -hmm. and so this verse and this idea of the fact that God is omniscient and all-knowing means that we don't need to be and that if Mm -hmm. we needed to know we probably would already know Mm -hmm. (laughs) so we can find us to know we would know (laughs) I definitely struggle with that I want to know everything I want to know what people are thinking I know Mm -hmm. want to know people thinking about things thinking about me thinking about anything uh events happening I just want to know things and I need you to give that up because just like we said you know if the Lord wants to know I would know and he knows everything so I need to trust that yeah and um kind of just wrapping up this point a little bit but um even like as we look to the Bible there's things that we don't understand but Mm -hmm. um I want everyone to rest assured that the things that are important knowing salvation and basically that we can figure that out and Mm -hmm. anything beyond that we can try but at the same time we can also let that go 
Mm-hmm. All right. So heading into our last um, attribute of God for this episode today um, is another omni word, but this one is omnipotent, which is all powerful. And so um, this is kind of a very, I feel like it's a very like overarching attribute of God that Mm -hmm. he's all powerful, which I think kind of coincides with he has power over time and over, you know, knowledge, like we've talked before, um, and kind of goes into self-existence. Those and kind of also kind of goes over everything, but still something that's important for us to understand. Um, and mm-hmm. yeah, still, still very important. And mm-hmm. so this is something I feel like that we don't, um, I think God's power, not only like, obviously he uses it for all things, but I don't know, kind of, it's something that we want to be like, no, God, you know, he has power over most things, but, you know, we have power over this. Mm-hmm. I feel like we think like we can have little boxes of like, okay, God, you can have this box, but this box is still mine. So something like really, really simplified would be like, okay, God, um, this podcast I'm doing, that can be yours. Mm-hmm. Okay. But uh, the time when me and Jess are going to go to a coffee shop, that's mine. Right. That's a very yeah. simplified version. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we tend to think, okay, God can have this part. You're like, you can have this. And right. even sometimes it's an intentionally like, I'm keep, I think, I think I can keep this from you. So I'm going to try it. Or sometimes it's like, okay, I'm not prioritizing you. And while we should be prioritizing the Lord and, going to him and acknowledging him he has limited power and he can do whatever he wants and he knows all things (laughs) and he sees all things and he's everywhere and he has the power to do whatever he wants he is in control yeah and um kind of I kind of lost my train of thought there well that's great (laughs) um um oh I know what I was gonna say so kind of talking about how like sometimes we'll put guy in boxes and we'll be like hey like yeah like you said Maddie out we'll be like you can have power over this but you can't have power over this another way that I've seen it in my own life is where I will have faith that God can control only certain parts of my life I can like, like well God you can control how you know, how I'm feeling. You can control my joy and peace and all those things. And I will go to God in full faith and be like, yes, God, you can provide and take care of this. And I don't have to worry about it because I know that you are all powerful and you can take care of this. And then Mm -hmm. I turn around even within the same day and I'm like, okay, well, God, (laughs) you can't really deal with my finances like that's way outside of your control so mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to do that on my own because obviously you can't take care of that and so I'm just gonna go and do right. my own thing <laughs> so, but, but you can give me joy <laughs> right right you can give me mm-hmm. lasting peace in life but my money you know that's not gonna work out mm-hmm. and time and time again God has proven I feel like that's definitely a song <laughs> but God has proven 
over and over that he is has all power over mm-hmm. all things. And um, Jeremiah thirty two seventeen says, Ah, Lord God, behold, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched arms. There is nothing too hard for you. And um, I don't know, sometimes when I think That's of like so God, it is so good. I'm like, oh, just that last part. There is nothing <laughs> too hard for you. We could we could just sit in that and just be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but kind of just none of the boxes. Yes. <laughs> but kind of building off of that. Um, sometimes like even like the best things, quote, you know, best things that I've mm-hmm. ever done. Usually those things are the things that um are like super hard. And I'm like, I remember mm-hmm. like struggle and all those different things. But creation, God creating the world in seven days. And that's pretty hard. To us, I'm like, <laughs> okay. Sometimes I, I wake up in the morning, I'm like getting out of bed. That's a lot. But God literally put the sun and the moon and the stars <laughs> in the sky. And it wasn't difficult for him. He is all powerful. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like sometimes at least my view of God becomes a little skewed by how, how hard I think something is for me. And so then I'm like, well, if it's that hard mm-hmm. for me, it must be impossible for God. But it's not. It's not. There's a different <laughs> passage in the Bible says mm-hmm. that with God, all things are possible. And that, you know, that's mm-hmm. within God's, you know, will. And because sometimes we don't know what we should be getting. But anyways, um, <laughs> it's not too hard for him. And that's something that's so important to remember and something that kind of goes mm-hmm. in with unlimited power, that there is nothing that can constrain God. Mm-hmm. Uh, Romans eleven thirty six says for of him and through him and to him are all things to him be glory forever. Amen. He literally, everything is through him. Everything is for him. He has the power. He created it. And there's so much peace in that. You know? Yeah. We're serving a God who is, everything is for him, through him and to him. <laughs> How crazy is that? So I feel, yeah, I feel like this verse is like the end credit scene of like a funny <laughs> movie where it's like, this was for God, this was through God, this was to <laughs> God, and also we're going to give credit and glory to God, amen, the end. <laughs> and so, um, he has all the power and we, none of this yes. would be possible without him. <laughs> Yes. And so just all of it points back to God. That verse doesn't say it was for people or that anything comes through our power and nothing God has done is to us. It's all to his glory Mm -hmm. forever. And that word, we throw that around a lot. Forever is like just not even something I like just just sit for a moment and think about forever. Like, can't. just think about it. it. It hurts my head every time. Mm-hmm. You can't comprehend it because yeah. forever <laughs> is not something that we as humans know or experience. Right. Yeah. You can't because we are not forever. Yeah. Uh, so much good stuff in this today. I have, I've honestly, I've super enjoyed kind of coming back to this, these little, not little, 
I take that back. These attributes of God <laughs> and this study on it. Um, these just, few. Yes, these few. Thank you. I was like, it's not little. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it is just, it's so, it's so encouraging. And um, it creates just such a bigger and more correct view of who God is in your life when you start to look at these things and mm-hmm. look in scripture like, okay, God, this is who you are and this is where it says it and let's go. And so there's, mm-hmm. it's just been really, really important. <laughs> and um, I hope that, mm-hmm. I hope that you guys also feel a little encouraged to go out and, um, you know, maybe relook at some of the things that we talked about today or expand on them because there is mm-hmm. a lot to expand on. So today's verse of the day comes from Psalm 139, verses 7 through 14, which says this, Where can I go from your spirit, and where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light become night around me, even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light with you. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. And this passage, it's a little lengthy, but as we were just talking about the attributes of God, what more fitting of a place to go than the Psalms, which is always just such an outpouring of praise and honor to God in everything. And this passage, I did have done a lot of study on it this last semester for uh, school, actually, but it's just so poetic and beautiful. And just the Psalm is so perfectly brings together so many of the attributes of God that we even talked about today, how he's omnipresent and all-knowing and he doesn't change even when all the things around us are changing and um i love i love the last couple of verses this is actually verses 13 and 14 is why i actually started to study this section uh, or this chapter here because it says for you created my inmost being you knit me together in my mother's womb i praise you because i'm fearfully and wonderfully made your works are wonderful. I know that full well. And those verses a lot of times are used, especially for like women's conferences or books. And we're like, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Da, 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 da. And um, while this is true, the heart behind it for the psalmist was not a confidence boost. It wasn't about themselves. It was all a focus on who God is. The first 12 verses of this chapter is all leading up to talking it's mentioning all these attributes of God and giving the examples and saying if I do this if I do this if I say this if I think this if I'm here if I'm there kind of like a Dr. Seuss book <laughs> um, God is going to be there and so the culminating the pinnacle of this is the psalmist even it looks to looks at himself after looking at everything else and says I am fearfully and wonderfully made your works are wonderful, and I know that full well. This These verses are never about the person, it, it, the psalmist, David. It was always pointing back to God. It, as we, like, even as we study in science, it our bodies and the way that they work is so, so intricate 
and quite honestly, beyond our understanding, um, even with all modern advancements, a lot of the things in our body, we just don't even understand anymore. The brain is a, a crazy, amazing example of it. We, we talk about it. We're like, yeah, this, we've named all the parts, but honestly, how they work together or how things change, I don't know. And so, um, if you guys have a chance, I would highly recommend reading Psalm 139 just because of its just beautiful imagery and it just puts so many things into perspective about how we should be looking at life through the lens of who God is and how when we do that, it can change everything. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope that you've been reminded in a small way of how amazing and beyond us our God truly is. We hope you keep up with us on Instagram at jam underscore the podcast. That's J-A-M underscore the podcast. Join us next time as we talk with a recent college graduate about a frequent issue for those coming out of high school and into college and out of college and into the real world.